0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Just and the Suffering podcast featuring New York sports talk from a long-suffering fan. I'm your host, Mike Phillips, and this is usually the podcast where we talk all about sports, everything that's going on here, all of that, but that's not going to be the case today. This is a special bonus episode this week with our full Just Enjoy the Show format. As those of you loyal listeners to the podcast know, I've been known from time to time at the end of the shows to, you know, dive into a little pop culture that gets me interested. We've broken down the end of House of Cards, reviewed Creed 2, talked about uh, what's coming up in the Marvel Netflix universe, the end of that. We've broken down halftime commercial of the Super Bowl, all that wonderful stuff. But we're doing a full just enjoy the show episode today. Break down the movie of the summer, Avengers Endgame, the culmination of a twenty two movie saga dating back 11 years in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I have a lot planned for you today. In just a matter of moments, I will be joined by Sam DeRosa, our pop culture correspondent here from the Just and the Suffering podcast. We're going to reset where the MCU is after Infinity War, after Ant-Man 2. We have some predictions on this. We'll hit the key plot points from Infinity War, offer some ideas about where this will go from here, who's going to live, who's going to die, how the Avengers find a way to win this, this is something I recorded prior to the movie coming out. The movie came out on Thursday, the twenty-fifth, with the previews. We recorded this on Monday. You will hear that in just a moment. After that, I will be joined in the studio by Jonathan Stanko and Will Schneiderhan, two big MCU fans who saw the movie over the weekend. I saw it on Friday. They saw it on Thursday. We're going to break down a full spoiler-filled recap of this movie. That is coming. In just a bit. So, if you have not seen Avengers: Endgame yet, check out after the first segment. Go watch the movie. Come back, listen to this, and then you will hear our takes on it. We will also, at the end of the show, take a look at where the MCU goes from here. Obviously, we know Spider-Man: Home Far From Home is coming this summer. We also have some rumors about Netflix ser like not Netflix series, Disney Plus limited series, some movie ideas. The Fox merger makes things much more interesting. We'll break down all of that at the end of the show. And if it's not for you, that's perfectly fine. I have another podcast out this week, the NFL Draft Special, where I talked to Matt Verter-Ram. We had our fan forum, talking to the little Rockets Warriors. That's in the podcast archives as well. You can go back and listen to that if you don't want to check this out. But if you're going to hang out with us, just sit back, relax, and just enjoy the show. All right, we are back on the Just and the Suffering podcast, a special Just Enjoy the Show edition today, talking all about Avengers Endgame. Before we get into the full movie, I wanted to give the people who haven't seen it yet, I know there's going to be some of you, it's something to reset, get back into the spirit of Avengers. Joining us, as always, is our pop culture correspondent, Sam DeRosa. Sam, welcome. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Sam, in the leadoff spot for the first time on the podcast, like our favorite Yankee, Brett Gardner. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And just to mention, we are recording before the movie comes out. We're recording on Monday, the 22nd. Just a reset. Yesterday, the Yankees lost. Brett Gardner batted th- I mean actually Yan- Yankees won yesterday. They won
1: in extra an in extra inning. <laughs>
0: and Brett Gardner batted third in that game. Jacob DeGrom threw a bull for a bullpen session today. We don't know yet if he's gonna b- come off the DL on time. And just to reset, this is April twenty second. Now we're gonna dive into Infinity War. This is a preview section, the full spoiler filled recap with John Stanko and Will Schneider coming later on in the podcast. But let's reset. All our friends who did not survive the snap from Infinity War, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Star-Lord, Drax, Mantis, Groot, Scarlet Witch, Falcon, Bucky, Shuri, who we learned from the posters, as we talked about last time you were here. Yeah. Uh, Wasp, Hank Pime, Janet Van Dyne, Nick Fury, and Maria Hill. Loki, Gamora, and Vision did not even make the snap. They were all dead before that. And our crew that's alive, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, Thor, Hawkeye, Captain America, Rhodey, Rocket, Nebula, Ant-Man by the Quantum Realm, <laughs> Captain Marvel, <laughs> Valkyrie, Wong, and Okoye. Did I miss anybody, you think?
1: I really don't think so. You went into severe detail. I'm pretty impressed. <laughs>
0: I, that's what the Marvel Cinematic Universe Wiki is for.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I just
0: went on there. I'm like, I need to make sure I hit everybody. So. I just
1: like, view all the posters and like
0: view all the posters I had to go through I read through the synopsis of the last three movies I think I think uh, Captain Marvel I read through I read through the Ant-Man one I forgot about the three who got dusted in the post-credits scene Mm
1: -hmm, yep
0: and I forgot about his quantum realm loophole so yeah let's go back into the beginning of this so last year when you saw this movie and you saw Infinity War what was your reaction to the movie and what was your reaction to the snap
1: Uh, like I said in the last podcast like the last episode I was on um, I was like severely um, like I knew it was going to happen but like I really enjoyed the movie, but I was like, "Oh man!" Like, now I have to wait a whole entire year. But I guess time flies when you know you are having fun talking about movies and television. Because here we are. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like, "Wow!" It, he wasn't kidding. He's gonna wipe out half the <laughs> half the world.
0: Yeah, I forgot because I remember that. Like, Hulk says way back in the movie, it's like he could snap his fingers," and then at the end, they snap. He snaps his fingers, and like, and you forgot, and like, oh, he's actually killing everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just like they're completely gone.
0: It's pretty. It's pretty crazy because like i don't know about you your theater was but like when did you see were you see it opening weekend or
1: um i ended up seeing it like two weeks in because yeah. of just life yeah. and i just remember like sitting i went to like a 11 a.m showing before work and i was like a few people were in there but the few people who were in there have seen it before they're like oh my god yeah. like they were just up playing it so it was great
0: yeah so like i remember i went i think on i think opening night actually so i went at 10 o'clock after the draft as we've talked about before yeah. so We go there, we're watching it, and the whole place is going nuts when Cap comes out and all this stuff comes out. And as soon as the snap part happens and people start disintegrating, dead silence for the (laughs) rest of the movie. Like... And then someone, I think, I remember one person shout out,
1: "What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> the part that just got me was when, um, like, Spider-Man, Peter Parker was like, "Cat, or uh, uh, like, I don't feel too good." Yeah,
0: that one was. I just had all and the Mr. feels. Mr. Stark.
1: Yeah, it was just so sad. Like, I yeah. was just like, "No," because he's a kid, yeah. you know. But-
0: yeah. Yeah, it's so so bad for him because he is just riding on a school bus at the end of this movie, going on a field trip, and he sees the the ruckus that's happening by this uh Stranges place, and then he shows yeah. up to help, and then he ends up going sucked across the galaxy for like half the movie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of our villain here, let's go back to Thanos for a minute. So. Obviously, he's been lurking around in the MCU for a while. He was the the, the guy behind Loki in the first Avengers, mm-hmm. he showed up in guardian of the Galaxy one, mm-hmm. and then we, we kind of see him in a post credits of Avengers two, and then he showed up finally full force here. So yeah,
1: he's been waiting. He's, he's been waiting. He's
0: been he's been working behind the scenes, and now yeah. that line like at the in the post credits of uh, Age of Ultron, it's I'm fine. I'll do it myself, and you're like, uh oh, yeah, yeah, about to get real. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So how high do you think he raised the bar for the Marvel villains? Because I've got to admit, seeing the last couple of movies, I feel underwhelmed with the villains after seeing what Thanos did.
1: I guess so, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like you have to build up so you got Loki and then you have to, like, add up to, like, you know, Ultron. But then I feel like uh, Thanos doesn't think that he's a bad guy at all. So it's kind of, like, plays with that, which I think is, like... So he's, like, you know, to him, he's like, I'm not a bad guy. Like, I'm just helping everybody out. So I just think it's funny that he's like he's villainous but he's not like a villain to you know himself yeah. and some other people
0: well i mean he definitely could make the case of him because he's having infinite power here he has the opportunity you know just create infinite resources for everyone to live instead of you know just murdering half the universe
1: maybe i mean like but he's been doing that because like yeah. we saw with um oh my god i cannot think of names right now but like uh her whole family that his like quote-unquote daughter uh,
0: gamora gamora yeah. yeah
1: so i'm just literally like that was really rough that's when he was the bad guy when yeah. he like you know spoiler alert yeah. like kills her to get the stone but yeah. it's crazy
0: yeah i mean yes we would not have a movie also if he also if a benevolent guy who was looking yeah, to look yeah, the yeah true himself. true <laughs> but it's like i, I also think it's interesting that we ended up with the core six avengers still surviving the snap I and mean, we didn't see hawkeye in this movie he's coming back for for endgame but i
1: love hawkeye he's yeah. one of my favorites
0: yeah, what do you think about what's happening with him? When we see him, like he looks like he's changed. I feel like this is a prediction here. I feel like his family got dusted. Me too. Yeah.
1: Me too. I completely agree.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for him. I mean, we saw, we see. I think it's interesting that all six of them are here and that they're among the survivors. And it's sort of this grand plan. I feel like that they have the original six here to wrap up this whole. 22 movie saga Which has been Dating back a decade That's yeah, insane Yeah
1: That's insane I d- Like y- when you say it out loud yeah. It's just like The perspective is like Wow it's been a long time
0: Yeah I mean this go back 11 years
1: Yeah Since I- like Iron Man
0: Yeah Or Iron Man 1 in 2008 Yeah That's a long time ago
1: Yeah but that's insane
0: Yeah And th- I remember back those back the days When I just did one movie A year It was yeah. just Iron Man And then you know, Hulk kind of sucked And then you got Iron Man 2. Yeah,
1: like the whole, I don't even think was technically part of it, right? That was 04 with Edward Norton.
0: Now, talk about the one where they actually reek I think Norton was actually was part of that one.
1: Was it the same? I thought it was like a completely different. This is like before Disney, yeah. you know that, what I mean? That's, like,
0: that's a messy one, that Hulk movie, because it's like, because they recast Norton because yeah, Norton was kind
1: of. Yeah, was, and Liv Tyler was in it too. She yeah. was like the love interest. So yeah. I feel like that one's not, like, I don't know. I just always uh, assumed that it wasn't part of it.
0: Well, according to the wiki, uh, uh, Liv, Liv uh, Tyler's character got snapped in the, in the uh, thing, so she did not make it.
1: <laughs> oh, man
0: that's that week he also says lady sif got snapped as well so
1: oh well eh, anybody yeah. who's no longer <laughs> in the
0: movies they just snap them yeah
1: yeah they're like get rid of it
0: yeah but i also think let's touch on one thing here i also have a clip i pulled from the movie so i pulled from infinity war this is one of the interesting points when they're on titan dr strange going through the various predictions of the future so let's take a listen here for their audience here you have to say
2: hey what was that
0: going forward in time to view alternate futures to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict.
3: How many did you see? 14,605.
0: How many did we win? One. So he has one scenario <laughs> where they the good guys win. And then it's funny because the whole movie he's like, I'm not giving up this time stone. I swore to protect it. And then as Thanos goes to kill Iron Man, he says, stop you can have a time stone spare his life i feel like right there i gave you a massive clue that tony stark is the key to solving this problem
1: yeah i can't disagree there um you know or like you know how he's like oh i viewed all these possible endings and it's like only one where you're winning like maybe he too also saw like a different way like because giving him the giving thanos the time stone changes the like you you know timeline for the universe so you never know if that could have just opened the door of better possibilities like the be- like you know the snap had to happen for him to be destroyed
0: yeah so like going down the wrong path to get back on the right path in mm-hmm. a sense
1: the road less traveled <laughs> the road
0: less traveled and time travel i feel like is a big element in this film i mean do you see the latest teaser i think i sent you something last week about yeah us, yeah where they were it was a teaser they put out earlier this week where they basically showed clips from all 22 movies to this point which i think is interesting because there are a lot of rumors going around that the quantum realm is going to be sort of how they fix this. I sort of bounce back to various key points in these movies, which I think is interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm very interested because, again, what they showed in, like, the trailers for, like, the new footage is, like, from the first 45, even 35 minutes. So it's, like, very, like... They're being super intense with it, and they even wrote the letter, the um,
0: the spoiler letter. Yeah,
1: they were like, "Do not spoil this movie." <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I talked about this on the podcast two weeks ago, like actually last week's podcast. At the end, of it. I said, "Guys, please listen to the Russo brothers. Do not spoil this movie because I want everybody to be able to experience it pure and not have yeah." your you know your snape kills dumbledore moment oh. where where they just ruin the entire book for you or
1: literally every monday or sunday evening after game of thrones like if you don't catch it on time like you can you have to stay off twitter like yeah. you have to stay like off it
0: well i mean i'm on twitter but i have no idea what any of it means so it doesn't make a difference I know, to me. but
1: i i'm a big <laughs> thrones person so
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah so you have to duck twitter for like at least six hours yeah
1: yesterday i got off of work early i like sat my butt in front of the tv at nine and i was like i can go on twitter and i think this is perfect
0: yeah all i saw on twitter was, there was stuff about sansa stark i'm like okay i don't know what this means i'm gonna just pretend i didn't see any of this and when yeah, I, I exactly. watch this watch this series in six months i'll figure out what's going on Yeah, there. it'll be
1: good it'll be good that you'll have it all at once to watch after it's all over
0: yeah i'll do the massive binge but we're not talking about we'll stop talking about thrones yes, for a exactly. minute
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: and i have to play the sport music cause i have a, a good addendum to this why this theory might be true Skip ahead for about 10 seconds if you don't want to hear this, but <laughs> I was actually in the Lego store the other day, mm-hmm. and they have Avengers-themed sets, and one thing I noticed was interesting is they sometimes put out these ones related to the movie. I saw a set with Rocket Raccoon, some of the original Avengers, fighting Chitauri. Really? From, from the first movie. Really? Yeah. I made me think, hmm, maybe they are going back in time.
1: Yeah. I really, like, once they put out that teaser, I'm like, they have to. They're not just wasting their time doing this.
0: So I feel like they definitely are going back in time. I think that's the key to being thousand. Maybe they go back and alter certain moments of history to sort of change the course of it, to sort of make it harder for him to get these time stones.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested.
0: All right. And thankfully also, we have Iron Man in the mix. Iron Man, the key to everything. And we get we can get some great lines like this. I'm sorry, the Earth is closed today. You better pack it up and get out of here. Stone tea pad. Does this chattering animal speak for you? Certainly not. I speak for myself. trespassing in this city and on this planet. It
1: means get lost, Squidward.
0: We had to get the get lost, Squidward in
1: there. <laughs> yes. It's one of my favorite lines.
0: The whole theater exploded in laughter as soon as he said, get lost, Squidward. <laughs> and that guy, that, that guy was wasted. Though. I feel like they killed him off way too fast.
1: Yeah. You know. I feel like they do everything for a reason, so.
0: Okay. Let's do a little prediction game here. Let's go through the cast that's living here. Are they, We're going to make, make a call here. Are they going to make it out or not? Okay. So let's go down the line here. Iron Man, has he survived the endgame?
1: I feel like he'll survive like 98% of the movie and then just like boom. Goodbye, Iron Man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think he makes it. That's my gut call here. I feel like he's going to be one of these guys who just is off in the middle of the nowhere universe. Yep. So he's going to be out on his own. They're never going to use him again in the movies, but... <laughs>
1: he'll He'll just be like happy in the distance
0: (laughs) yeah he'll be he'll go off marry pepper pots have a bunch of kids and then have his own legacy yeah and
1: then like 20 years from now when we bring back you know the avengers like kind of like the star wars thing
0: (laughs) yeah the avengers and next generation yeah (laughs) thor dead or alive
1: definitely alive there's just something about him like i'm like he just won't go like he's just like nope you know what i mean like
0: i think for sure he is alive i think thor 4 is a lock to happen i feel like he and uh, the director for that movie hemsworth and taika with uh ytt or i forget how to pronounce his name but they yeah. feel like they're so keen on making another one i feel like that's gonna happen
1: yeah i hope so or like he'll just stick around you know
0: plus we need to get Nora syndergar more uh thor music to play <laughs>
1: that's true he's you know as long as he does well he can yeah. you know be awarded the thor music
0: yeah. okay captain america
1: um, I don't, I'm actually like 50, 50 personally. I mean, like I would like to see him cause I love him, but then again, I also don't feel like, cause it's going to phase out to Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this is like this, like goodbye, farewell tour.
0: I think he's a goner.
1: Yeah. he's <laughs> just like no hope. I just, I, <laughs> just feel, a goner.
0: I feel like he, he's the guy who is guaranteed. I mean, Chris Evans already said he's done with the MCU. I feel this going to kill him off and be
1: Ish. on his way. I'm hoping maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like I said, maybe like survives most of the movie. At the end, it's, like, this big, sad sad scene.
0: Okay. B- uh, Black Widow.
1: Black Widow? Heck, yeah. She's not a quitter. She's one of my favorites, yeah. too, so I'm slightly biased. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think she lives as well. We've heard the rumors that they're going to make a movie about her in Phase 4. So. Yeah,
1: I think it's, like, her backstory, though. Yeah. So.
0: But I think they'll have her a lot. Maybe as a framing device to sort of tell yeah. the story.
1: Or, like, one of the, like, the leaders kind of, like, to yeah. show how to, like, lead yeah. things now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hulk. Uh,
1: I, I really hope so, because yeah. I think yeah. Hulk... I, I, I identify with Hulk, the angry, like the, uh, and then like getting angry all the time. So okay. I just think he'll like mm-hmm. be there. He's like, cause you know, um, he's important Yeah. And when he's, you know, he's like their strongest, you know, person yeah, yeah. on the team.
0: You identify with Hulk?
1: Yeah. I get angry a lot. <laughs> I might not turn green, but I'm like, Argh.
0: okay. Did not know that. Good to know. <laughs> okay. Hawkeye.
1: Um, i think i think so i'm very optimistic about yeah. this movie all of a sudden like, yeah. i'm like yes
0: yes sam very bright side of this movie
1: yes <laughs>
0: i think he'll make it as well based on the rumors we heard about him having a series at, on uh, disney plus yes yeah. where he's training the next hawkeye so i think he makes it uh Rhodey.
1: you know what i i think so because i feel yeah. like i don't know i just like feel like he's always just been in the background so he's like this yeah. skating on by like yeah. i'm still alive like yeah. we're good
0: yeah. I think I think he's going to make it just because they don't think there's anything to do with him. Yeah. And nobody's really care if he dies, so
1: Yeah, which is mean cuz he's a great character.
0: Yeah, and Don Shields is a terrific actor. Yeah,
1: yeah, he is. Yeah. He's hilarious.
0: Yeah. I miss i gonna miss him, but let's move on Nebula.
1: Nebula? I hope so because I think that she had a great uh like story arc and character yeah. arc, so I feel like, you know, however this turns out, like, you know, she needs to be there to like be back there with yeah. Gamora yeah
0: I think she I think she survived well considering there's a Guardians movie coming I thought, I thought I do think she's vulnerable in the right situation
1: I agree I agree uh Rocket uh he better live because yeah. he's one of my favorite like yeah. Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy like Groot really got yeah. me but if they yeah. get do Rocket 2 I'm done I'm gonna walk out the theater yeah just well, kidding I will not <laughs> yeah
0: yeah imagine they so if they killed Rocket the first five minutes of the movie, you would not stick around
1: no I definitely <laughs> would I paid probably what 14 15 bucks for a movie ticket I will stay around but yeah. I will be sad about it <laughs>
0: Yeah, I would be sad about that as well because he's fantastic. Bradley Hooper's voicing skills are amazing for him. Yes. Okay. Ant-Man.
1: Uh, definitely you can kill off Paul Rudd. That's like written in stone. You can't do it.
0: Yeah, I think he makes I think he's going to be like a background character in some other movies, but I yeah. don't think he's going to do it. And last but not least, I think the Biggest lock on the board. Captain Marvel is going to stay alive.
1: Yeah, I, I, there, I don't feel like there's any disagreements there from like literally anyone.
0: Yeah, she's going to be have her own sequel, and she's going to have a lot of be this sort of the tentpole figure with her and mm-hmm. Black Panther, inspired, maybe the three people for uh, Marvel going forward. Yeah. So, you have any big predictions you want to make about this movie?
1: Honestly, I am. Um, I like to make predictions, but this one, I, I'm sure any of you listening can probably think of the theory that. You shouldn't say it on air for anything, but I'm thinking about that one. I'm not gonna say it because I told you I wasn't gonna say it on air. So um, if that, I know it's not gonna happen because that's not like Disney appropriate. But I'm hoping that you know, like, it's not all time travel. But I really think they're going to face Thanos, and like, I just think he's gonna like fix it himself.
0: That would be interesting. I'd like to see how that plays out.
1: I mean, I don't know how they're gonna convince him, but. <laughs>
0: Sam, thanks for all the time today. I really appreciate it. No problem. Before I let you go, I already know how far follow you on social media, some of the stuff you're up to.
1: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm on Twitter at S-D-E-R-O-S-5, which I remembered. I didn't mess up this time. Wow, very nice. I know, fourth or fifth time's a charm, but yeah. here we are, so you can follow me on there. That'll be fun. I post a lot of sports, and I like a lot of movie stuff. So. <laughs>
0: All right, Sam, thanks for all the time. We'll be right back. We're going to dive into the movie. So if you have not seen it yet, check out. Go see the movie. Come back. We'll be back with John Stanko and Will Schneiderhan right after this. We are back. It is time to start diving into this movie, the full Avengers recap. Sand Rosa has left the building, but I have two big Marvel fans with me. First, the guy who I've jokingly referred to as the unofficial co-host of this podcast, Will Schneiderhan. Will, welcome. How are you?
3: Good, good. How are you?
0: Doing good. And a brand new voice to the podcast, a noted Twitter movie critic, Jonathan Stanko. <laughs> yes. Jonathan, welcome. How are you? Mike, thanks for having me. Will, good to see you. Yes. All right. So before we dive in here, before we get into the spoilers, I want to throw a story out there because everybody knows about the big campaign you know don't spoil the end game the Russo brothers asked I've obliged but I went on Facebook Friday morning and there was this one troll on Facebook Who put up a big spoiler about the movie mm-hmm. once we get into the spoilers I can decide what it is but I went to the movie I knew a death spoiler I went in found out it was that it actually happened got so pissed I went home and unfriended this guy on Facebook well, literally I will never deal with him again <laughs>
3: <laughs> See, that's hey I would do the same thing yeah
2: I have a general rule you got to give it a week yeah. If you really want to see a movie in theaters, you make time to go see it within a week. But then, then after a week, you don't go out and just yell it in the streets. I think that's fair. But I if you mention fair. it in conversation, then it's like, all right, hey, you had your time. No, Listen, that,
3: the spoilers that, passed. That's definitely fair. I would, I would definitely agree with that. And
2: i had forgotten before he did this once
0: before with I think Star Wars. It didn't affect because I'd already seen the movie. Because in Force Awakens, he like, put it out on face on Facebook. He said. uh, Kylo kills Han. Like, literally the spoiler of that oh, movie. So this is just your
2: friend's job, is yeah. to just post things on Facebook and just ruin people's lives.
0: Yeah, well, he's no longer ruining my life, so... <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, let's play our our patented spoiler alert. <laughs> that's your final warning. If you do not want to be spoiled out this movie, get off, turn off the podcast, go run to the theater, go sit for uh, three and a half hours to watch the movie, then come back, and then we'll start talking about it, yeah. but... My goodness, what a movie. I mean, let's start right there. The length here. Do you feel it was too long? Do you feel it was just right, the length?
2: Uh, I was okay with the length. I think there was a lot of things this, this uh, movie had to cover in terms of giving people the fan service, which is what they wanted. And I think that was the main goal of the Russo brothers, just watching this movie. My take is that they wanted to make sure the fans left happy. And I think if you're a huge, huge, huge Marvel fan that you did – um, I do think that there were slow parts that are going to happen in a three-hour movie, um, whether they're built-in bathroom breaks for people who needed them or not. Um, but I think the length was fine. I think people knew what they, what they were getting in for. And if you made time to go see it opening weekend, you knew the length. You knew what you were getting into.
3: Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I went on on Thursday, and I just stopped drinking, and, like, ate, I got, like, noon. Didn't or, I <laughs> ate before I went, so I was ready. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it was fine. Like you said, there was parts that you definitely, like, dr- they dragged or parts that you – if you saw, if you've seen every Marvel movie, you knew what it was about. But other than that, I thought they nailed. I thought it was it was fine, not too not too long, not too short. Yeah,
0: I mean, I went on Friday night. You guys went, both went on Thursday, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So like, I literally did the same thing. I just like went to the bathroom right before the movie started. When I got there super early get to make sure we got our, all our seats together. Sat in a group. Sat through all the trailers. Some of those were horrendous trailers, but we'll get... To, that's, not, that's not discussion. I love movie day. trailers. I
2: always discuss movie trailers. <laughs> yes. Arguably, sometimes it's the best part of
3: going <laughs> to a movie
2: if the movie stinks. I mean, Detective Pikachu, my goodness.
3: All <laughs> <I love> of that. <laughs> all right. I might be with you. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> not what I'm saying for another day, but... Now we'll go into the spoiler, which is what this guy put on Facebook. Tony Stark dies. This is the moment of the... Everybody's talking about in this movie, is that at the end of it, he makes the big sacrifice... After Cap calls him a couple movies back about how he never makes the sacrifice play, he does here, snaps his fingers, dusts Thanos' entire army at the cost of his life. John, what do you think of the
2: that choice? I think it was well done. I did think he was going to die going in. I think that was one of the people you assumed would die. Other other uh, uh, results of characters I think differed from what people expected. Um, I like the the pots line at the end where she tells him that she that he can finally rest after. In the living room, they had the conversation saying, "You could let it go, boy. You'll be able to rest if you do it." Um, I think, I think it was good. I have some confusions as to uh, how he's able to snap his fingers and know that what he wants is going to happen with the Infinity Stones. I have some questions about how he's able to get the Infinity Stones off Thanos, even though Captain Marvel, who's supposed to be the most powerful p- person in the Marvel Universe, is not able to get the glove off of Thanos when she fights him. Um, so I have some logistical questions and logical questions, but I think for what the Russo brothers set out to do and end this era of Marvel in that way, I think they probably succeeded.
3: Yeah, I think you just took the words right out of my mouth. Like seriously, uh, I mean, I would have been more surprised if Tony didn't die. Like I, I, you know, you knew if you paid any attention, you knew like okay, that's how he's gonna go. It was gonna be someone. It was me, noble. Um, but yeah, I, I thought you know it wasn't like it was a sacrifice, which I was happy with. It wasn't like he got you know <laughs> he just died, blew up or something. He went did it his way. Theoretically, and, and and he knew, you know, he knew that was the end. And uh, I do with the snap. I was like, that's kind of ballsy. Like, yeah. what if it just? Like, well, how I did th- he know? My oh, thing is that. <laughs> Like
2: they never really explained because Thanos, his big thing was he was impartial. When I snap it, half of the people are gonna die. Yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. who; it's just half. But when Hulk did it earlier in the movie, and and Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, I think was one of those things where they had a purpose to their snap, but it was never put in the canon of the oh, movie yeah, that yeah. they're able to control what happens. Yeah, you never. Yeah. So I think a throw-in line of dialogue or some sort of exposition to say, "Hey, we can we can control this if yeah. you have the right willpower or whatever," like that.
3: More than a more than an assumption that yeah. We went with, yeah. But
2: again, if you're a fan of the Marvel. Movies, movies and you like this movie you're gonna buy that assumption that tony stark is yeah yeah day. you're not gonna question it yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean it was funny because like in in the first segment of the show i did with sam we did predictions i thought he was gonna live but i said you know what, i think they're just gonna retire him he'll be off screen then maybe like avengers 6 he comes back in the fall i feel like it, i was like they're not gonna call downy jr off they've been paying him zillions of dollars to come back from movie after as movie a draw but you know what props to them for taking the big step and doing what felt right for the character
2: so question for you guys did you guys cry during this movie did you see tears in the theater during this movie? One
3: guy was, was weeping. Like w- It was when Tony died. I mean, yeah. I was like, I got like, when, when they all come in, you know, when the Avengers come in, I was like, tearing. Cause I was so pumped. But yeah. I was never like crying about yeah, anything. I was
2: never, I think one of the big things going into these movies is I'm not as emotionally invested as Marvel. I say I am Star Wars. Like, okay. Star Wars is like my childhood. But, like, there were people next to me weeping. No, there was, got, yeah.
3: Verbally, I was like, oh, my God. It was, they, <laughs> there was,
2: like, four or five verbal cries from people <laughs> yeah. around me. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it was emotional as well done. People cried most when he uh, when he embraced Spider-Man at the last yeah. moment, yeah. which yes. is fairly remarkable yes. for what Marvel's been able to do with one Spider-Man movie, one yeah. celeb appearance no, in Civil seriously? War, yeah. and then that's the relationship that people are most invested yeah. in. Yeah.
0: That, that was a great moment, too. I mean, my theater, it was like a frigging, like, nut house because, yeah. like, you heard, like, like people screaming for every little thing that was like a great callback or like I think the biggest cheer of the entire movie was when, when Cap wheels wheel. m- 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 near, like, and just gets Thor's oh, hammer yeah. that like, yeah. when that happened like the whole place exploded yep, and like, yep. that was like literally felt
2: like fan service to the tenth. It grade. was the ultimate fan service moment. Yeah. And then yeah. when he One finally mutters right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he finally mutters Avengers Assemble, oh. I mean <laughs> like that that's that's the moment. That's what you go see that yeah, movie for.
0: No, yeah.
3: yeah. It's, thinking it's, about it's, it. It's a moment exactly like that. Yeah, I'm getting chills again, like thinking yeah. about it.
0: Yeah. Let's go to all the callbacks for a minute. You brought that up and then like I mean they had callbacks for, for like pretty much every single movie of the MCU in there. I mean, I did not expect that you need to have go watch Thor the Dark World again. because Listen but, <laughs> That's not a good
3: movie, folks. It's not. <laughs>
2: it's not. Let me tell you, I was not expecting to go back and to revisit Thor Dark World.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, when you brought it up, I was like, woof. It, yeah. <laughs> Cringe. Yeah. I, I
0: mean, I was surprised by that, but, like, which of, thing, which of these callbacks you feel like were the most effective? I don't think Thor Dark World was. I mean, that's pretty obvious, but, like, which of these callbacks did you
3: think you liked the best? I'll go to you first, Will. I mean, I honestly... I, I have to rewatch it again before I really can like give a definitive answer. But um I, I just loved when uh I liked how like Tony's last words were Iron Man and the last words in his first movie were I'm Iron Man. Um I I just there was so many like thinking about it as I'm watching it where I'm like I, I loved it when um when Sam came back and he's like on your left, that yeah. one was like awesome to me. Uh nothing like I, those were the ones that stuck out to me because 'cause I'm like, well, that's literally Sick. <laughs> yeah. um, but as far as plot points go, like I'll be honest. I have to go back and listen again <laughs> and yeah. watch it again because my mind was just like exploding throughout yeah. the movie. Yeah, there's too much to, to process through <laughs> oh, in, yeah. in
2: one viewing. Um, in terms of like the callbacks like the other movies, obviously the time travel is a big part. You yeah, go yeah. and revisit. Um, I think the, the time travel back to the original New York City for the first Avengers yeah, movie is was... probably the most fanservice-y and probably yeah. the most successful uh, return to that time, if you will, the use of the time travel there. I did not enjoy the return to Thor: Dark Worlds and that whole entire scene. How about the how about the power move of Natalie Portman returning as Jane right. and not saying a <laughs> single word? Her yeah. job is to nap, wake <laughs> up, and take two steps, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she, then she ra- got a nice check for that. And then uh, they just cut to Raccoon running away with yeah. whatever with that with that uh, uh, that Infinity Stone yes. away from her. So that's a power move by Natalie Portman. Yeah
0: yeah definitely power, 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 power. my favorite callback was the elevator scene where they gave you the thing Oh, that, and, was, that was very yeah, strong yeah, back, back in there when you think like <laughs> oh man we're getting the winter soldier again where he's gonna kill everybody and he just walks up to the jasper sit and goes hail hydra and then it just ends right there You're like oh that's awesome no that <laughs> one was
3: that one was hilarious yeah yeah. You, by the
0: way stick in that area for me what do you think of the running joke about Captain America's ass I, I thought it was funny. I mean,
3: yeah, it was. Like, yeah, it's what it was. It's, yeah. it's what it was. The Marvel
2: always has little snippets that will yeah. make you laugh and you'll remember it at the end of it. So I'm totally fine with I'll
3: it. I'll always remember Captain America's ass.
2: I remember the first. <laughs> I remember back to Age of
0: Ultron. I'm like you're making fun of him for using bad language the whole movie. Yeah. and now, And now he's like, that's America's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, In terms of time travel, we got a lot of these callbacks from. Did you feel like the time travel rules made sense? Because to me, I was like. I mean, Hulk explains it a little bit, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, you go back in time, and that beca- and then your past is your future, and then like you create these alternate time streams when you take
3: the Infinity Stones out." I'm like, that was a little wonky to me. I don't remember. Like, I'll be completely honest. When he explained them, I was like, "I'm not getting attempts to to even understand." I really, I'll, I'll be like honest. I was like, maybe when I watch it again. And I'll have somebody else explain it to me But the, I was like whatever Like they're time traveling I get it Let's yeah. just go yeah.
2: <laughs> I have major gripes with the time travel <laughs> I just and don't honestly, know them I didn't
3: even listen to the rules it, I was, That's why I, I don't think I'm that fired up about it's it It depreciated
2: the value of the movie for me Because I think it took away from the stakes Because they literally They reference back to old other time travel movies They reference back to the future Hot Tub uh, yeah, Time Machine yeah. Like Terminator <laughs> They reference these other movies But they literally say That what you do What you do when you go in the past Can't change your future Because you are a part of the past Once you take the step Back into the past from where you are So basically what you're doing in the past Is not going to affect your future self But then there was that big conversation With Rob Stark and Captain America Right outside when he pulls up saying I invented the time machine, I fixed it But remember, I'm not changing what I have now If yeah. I have to make the choice, I'm going to keep what I have Rather than trying to bring yeah, everyone yeah. back But that whole entire conversation means nothing If what you do in the past doesn't
3: affect your future Or what you had yeah, that, that It takes away the entire stakes Yes, yeah, Because like, when Nebula shoots her old self I thought she was supposed to die. That was one my... Right? Like I don't like Nebula. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, <laughs> I, I, I don't... The
2: fulcrum <laughs> of the emotional turn of this movie revolves around a character who's the least important character <laughs> in, in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you looked at a movie poster and said, which character is yeah. going to be most important in turning the tide of this yeah. movie and b- bidding it bring it to his final third act it's going to be nebula uh, i was surprised i was furious well, well, cause
3: yeah. I, I was too she seemed so inconsequential in guardians all too where it's she like, is inconsequential <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could take her out of the movies take her out of any movie except yeah. for this one
2: and it doesn't affect the movie no well, i was I'm surprised sorry.
3: they played her up so much because i was yeah I, it was hard for me to get into that with her too because i'm like mm-hmm. I, I never I, I i like drax yep. like a hundred mm-hmm. times more than yeah. i liked her i had zero of that <laughs> also
2: really that's my feelings about the movie are not as high as others because Nebula is the focal turning point and I'm just like, I don't care. You could die. I don't care. No, I agree. Yeah, and
0: honestly, I think the most important character in the movie was not on the poster at all. It was the rat who trips the time machine and frees Ant-Man from the quantum realm because without that rat the whole movie doesn't exist because Ant-Man's just floating in (laughs) space forever. Yeah, Yeah, they're not wrong, but I,
2: yeah, but I mean, to be fair, I think Ant-Man was probably the best part of this movie. He was hilarious. He's the comic conscience that the audience needs to kind of put them, like, ground their feet and be like, just realize how insane everything (laughs) happening around them is. Yeah. He was the most important character, my favorite character in the movie, and then I think, I mean, Tony Stark's probably the most uh, profound performance by an actor in the movie, if you had to pick the top two. But yeah. I'm a huge fan of the original Ant-Man movies. Yeah. I rank both of them higher than both Infinity War and Endgame, personally, wow. just in terms of movies. Hot, hot take. <laughs> not, I respectfully <laughs> really? disagree. Yeah. I, I think they're better made movies, and I enjoyed watching them more than watching these two, and I think Ant-Man is the perfect embodiment for the human conscience that these movies need.
3: Yeah, I'll be honest. I, didn't see, I saw the first Ant-Man, and I kind of just half-assed it, because I knew I needed to see it. Just for the purpose of it, so I can I can't really get I really that that was like the first time I really actually put full attention on him. I, I completely honest I've never that in the Hulk or not the Hulk. There's another one that I kind of breezed. One of the Thors, Maybe <laughs> Ragnarok. No, I think uh, probably, no, no, probably no. Dark I World. Rag- I think it was Dark World. Yeah, yes, the please breezed the Dark World. That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that That's was, horrendous. Yeah, the El that I was like just yeah. not a good movie. No.
0: <laughs> I mean, I saw something the other day where like I think I forget where I was on Twitter. They put an image out of like all. T- all the movie logos they did not put the incredible hulk logo in there because they just they pretend that did not happen because all that came out of that was general ross came back mm-hmm. and occasionally they say oh the hulk wrecked brooklyn at one point wrecked harm at one point that's yep. all that comes out of that movie
2: yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't mind the Ed Norton version. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was fantastic by any means. I think Ruffalo's a more human version yeah. of the Incredible Hulk, and with the tone they took with these movies, it made yeah. sense to recast him that way. Yeah. Though, I mean, what did you guys think of Smart Hulk in weird. this
0: movie? I I love Smart <laughs> Hulk. I thought it was, oh, was great. <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree. I was, I was, <laughs> he
3: made me very uncomfortable. Like, that first scene in, when they are in the diner, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Like, what are we doing here? I mean, he's growing
2: accustomed <laughs> to his fame, but I, I thought it was a shortcut
3: by... The, by the directors To be like Oh by the way Just in the meantime He blended himself No yeah Like in, in Infinity War it was, it was like a big deal That he was not Becoming the Hulk Right I mean yeah. Is that fair to say And I thought Like one of the big things Going in was like Oh he'd probably have Some redemption thing Where like all of a sudden he'll be he'll like save the day and then I'm like what the hell is going on also
2: it's a movie built on fan service this is yeah, what this movie yeah. is if you like Marvel you'll enjoy parts of this movie imagine the fan service moment the time when Bruce Banner can finally Hulk up again and he starts smashing yeah, like yeah. old it, Hulk ex- yeah. it, like, imagine the eruption yeah. in the crowd because you had that you had the entire tease throughout Infinity War it didn't happen no, that's yeah. Yeah, exactly. on it was in the posters that it was going to happen but it never did imagine building up to that moment where he can yeah. finally then Hulk smash yeah. appropriately yeah. The only that would have been an ultimate moment
3: yeah the only Hulk smash you see is when they go to the they go back to new york and his past self is just yeah. beating the crap well out to be fair day. i <laughs> did chuckle
2: when uh smart banner if yeah, you will was fake smashing like, oh, everything yeah, yeah that was, like, like, oh. I was like all right that's <laughs> you got to chuckle out of you yeah, i he brothers. you yeah, yeah. did you did <laughs>
0: yeah i felt i like that they took him like in that direction just because i felt like we had somebody serious character in this movie, like having him have a little more fun because i felt like everybody was so like oh down Fat now. Thor
2: wasn't enough fun for you
3: oh, i like love Fat Fat <laughs> Thor was great I, I love that choice. I was annoyed by it. I was annoyed by it. By Thor, fat Thor, or Hulk, <laughs> fat Thor. I was not a fan of it. I liked it in the beginning, but it kind of felt like I don't know. Like he's like what? When whenever I think of the Avengers, like the big three, it's Cap. Obviously, Iron Man like him, Thor, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. I just felt like he was just like a sideshow to it. I don't know. I, I well, personally, I wasn't into well, it. Well, here's the thing with Thor. think about, it, it makes a
0: ton of sense that he would end up this way because you think about all he's been through. his he's movies, been, I know. I mean, sure. like his mother died, his father died, and his
3: planet blew his up, his planet blew
0: up. <laughs> Loki and half his people got killed, and then he had the shot at Thanos and missed. And half the population of the earth is dead because he went for the chest at the head. So, mm-hmm. in fact, and he gets the thing. He's decapitates him in the first five minutes out of frustration the
2: fact he couldn't get the job done yeah. yeah, I mean, no, to be fair nobody saw that coming nobody
0: <laughs> you go through all of that and I can understand where he's like you know what this is all my fault so you know I'm gonna let myself go a little bit I bought that and i like to see him slowly come back to who he was even yeah. though he kept the facts with the whole movie
2: I respect the move I respect them continuing throughout the entire movie when I first that's saw it why, I thought they'd fix it thing. that's my thing but for the whole entire movie they did it and to Chris Hemsworth I mean A plus to him oh, he no, just yeah, embraced the role yeah, he's yeah. like I'm get- I am get to act drunk <laughs> no, <he was> funny. <laughs> every time no, I'm on he set did agree-
3: he was funny yeah I'll give him that for yeah. sure yeah but I just, like it's, the whole time, I was like, all right.
2: Like- I mean, and also he has his official Thor armor on in the yeah. final battle. That yeah. thing fit after yeah. he exactly. fit Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> but then come the final battle. <laughs> I can slim right into this. Yeah, no problem. Like, yeah.
3: yeah let me suction myself in. <laughs>
2: so, I mean, it was a take by the Russo brothers to create that. And, I mean, kudos to them for sticking with it. I think it hit its highs and its lows, but it was definitely a take.
0: Yeah, it definitely was a take. Also, let's hit on the other two original Bands we haven't touched on yet, uh, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow, and get to the scene on Vormir where... I think that's one of the better executed scenes in the movie because compared to Infinity War, Thanos is basically just throws Gamora over to get the Infinity Stone. Here, you have these two basically fighting each other to make the sacrifice. I thought it was awesome because like they both have reasons to do it, and I thought it was very curious they end up giving it to Black Widow because like we all know the rumors that she has the movie coming out in the next phase, and like you, you clearly asking some kind of prequel because. She's not alive in it anymore, but yeah. Yeah. I thought I, it was a great
2: choice. I thought they confirmed a TV show for her on Disney Plus. It's all. one. Of, it's a confirmed yeah. show, so <laughs> it's going con- to be happening. Hawkeye's confirmed show. I thought Black Widow was as Black well. Of, maybe Black Widow's a movie. movie. Maybe it's yeah, a movie. Regardless, yeah, yeah. we'll know regard it's, this, so it's going to yeah, yeah. happen. I know yeah.
3: it's a movie. My, my one friend think it's, it thinks it's just going to give you her backstory. In the well, movie. I mean,
2: they mentioned her dad, Ivan, yeah. which she didn't know. You get, like, tidbits and that,
0: throughout you, That the Budapest that they've
2: been talking about they, since the original
0: Avengers, yeah. they haven't yeah. touched on it. Yeah,
3: they always hint at it. I, I wasn't surprised, though, that she died. Because when you think of it, it's like if Hawkeye... They did that whole thing in the beginning with his family, like I don't know, I just felt like if anybody had to let like least amount to lose, it would have been Black Widow. Like not to be mean. <laughs> but Hawkeye
0: also went on a huge murderous rampage for after, sure. the, after for, he was in, so, like, yeah. So like he literally has a lot that he could atone for by making
3: the sacrifice for everybody. But, but he's at the end of the yeah, day, it's his, yeah. you know, it's about his family and yeah. stuff. Right. That's where I was like, All right, like yeah. it's gonna be Widow I wasn't
2: Widow. too surprised. The f- opening yeah. five minutes in the movie with the whole scene with Hawkeye and his family was exceptionally well done. Yeah. It immediately set the depressed tone and the dark tone. There was a huge sure. musical score underneath it it was yeah. a lot of just straight silence silence yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. it was fantastically well made and I think once that scene came up it was like alright I do believe Scarlet which is going to be the one to die here but you saw two close friends doing it for me not being very emotionally invested in these characters I think they did a good job of putting some stakes onto it where eventually you did feel something at the end very well done two skilled fighters and it was a worthy sacrifice it was yeah. a well done scene
3: yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought could. I thought they, they could have made it very cheesy but they did and I liked it yeah
2: yeah in terms of comparison
0: here, let's take a look at this for one second. Let's take this movie. We'll compare it to the previous movie, Infinity War. Do you feel like it was Infinity War was better than this?
2: I gave both movies a B minus. Yeah. So I literally I put them on the same level. I think they both have their good and their bad. Um, I think this movie was more fan servicey. So if you yeah. <laughs> if you were emotionally invested in these movies and you found yourself crying, you probably gave it an A A plus because everyone seems to love it. But um, I think there are plot holes I think there are pacing issues And I think there are some issues That took away from it for me For sure um, I think just that first
0: hour Was way I think it just I think you. they took A, a lot longer than they needed to With the whole setting yeah, up Yeah I mean post- they, post- didn't, yeah, they, they didn't undo yeah. the
2: snap Until over two hours Into the
0: movie And they always
3: yeah. I just felt like A lot of it you're thrown into some things, like you're saying. You're either thrown into it, or it's just really like overdone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's why. I, yeah, I, I honestly didn't really like Infinity War <laughs> that much. I didn't think it was like great, great, like some people. I I do like this one more simply because that last the last battle. I will say
2: I do like purely evil Thanos mm-hmm. in Endgame much more when he was oh, just, for sure than yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he just maniacal and evil. Just be like to kill you're people. gonna yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- then, yeah.
0: Th- then uh Thanos who I think he has like they, I've seen it online where I said like where he's like once he gets the space. In a, in a in Infinity War, he sort of takes it like he's a Mystic Knight on a quest, basically going to try and yeah. do right for the universe by by cutting half the population yeah. out.
3: I did like how they did that. I liked that though, how like you kind of saw two different. Um, Thanos' you saw two different Gamora's. Like, I did actually like that. I thought that that was kind of Not cool.
2: two different Nebulas. No. No, no they were, no. you know. No, but, Nebula uh, turned into R2-D2 yeah. and can hologram, like, hologram herself into her past yeah. self.
3: No, that was, yeah, I, I that was another thing that I was kind of like, oh, this is how he finds out where they are? <laughs> yeah, again, it, it's
2: the issues with time travel. I think there are issues in any time travel movie yeah, you so have. I was going to say, any time you do it. Never going to be able to do it incredibly well. Any, I think yeah. the best... The best time travel movies focus more on the characters than the actual time travel. So, for instance, Back to the Future, the best part about that movie, the time travel aspect is him fading in the picture, is emotionally resonant because you're invested in the picture and he's fading away and he could see himself fading away. And that's what makes that movie so powerful at the end. So, I think if you love Avengers Endgame and you love the characters in the movie, you're going to feel emotionally invested where you can overlook all the time travel issues and the logic. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, it depends how emotionally invested you are in these movies and whether you look at them from a... I want these characters to be happy, I want to have my moments, or if you're looking at it from like just a strictly I'm going to watch a movie, Does it doesn't make sense, no, how's the true. story, et cetera, et cetera. That's true. That's and just true. that just depends how you watch movies. No, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I
0: personally can't. I think Infinity War was better just because I feel I like the mo- the more Thanos, like, I am on a mission. But I'm not just out to kill people. I think I have a purpose behind what I do. Mm-hmm. I thought the villains set up there going from Killmonger and Black Panther to him, I thought was yeah. back to back the two best villains in a movie Marvel's oh, had. Yeah, for sure. I and say. I th- also feel like that the end, you did not see it coming because, like, you were sitting there thinking, oh, they're going to win, they're going to win, they're going to win. And all of a sudden you snap, and then everybody's turning to the dust, and you're like, wow, they actually lost. And, like, that's it's sort of like Empire Strikes Back ish in that sense where, like, you don't think they're going to lose, and all of a sudden Yeah, end, that's movie, a great way
2: to compare it. That, so,
0: where, like, at the end of Hans and Carbonite, Luke has his hand cut off, and then, like, the, the Empire is clearly winning again so like here you knew they were going to win which sort of took a little bit away from me it's like yeah they're mm-hmm. going to get everybody back this is going to happen maybe somebody dies but that's not winning again so like the kind of ruins that for me a little bit
2: yeah no I don't, I don't disagree with you guys
0: there I, no I agree all right. I know we died a lot into this movie. There's a lot more. We go for another three hours if we want to. I know Will has to run. So Will, before we go, let you go, right? Let everybody know, to find on social media, some of the other stuff you're up to.
3: Uh, yeah. So as you've heard, like of the other stuff. Uh, yeah. I don't write. I don't do movie reviews, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just like writing for fan sided, like per usual, doing a lot of baseball stuff. And at Twitter, I'm at Will, S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R-H-1.
0: And thanks, Will. I yeah, appreciate thanks it. for
3: having me. I love talking other things than the Mets and Jets ruining my life. Speaking of the Mets <laughs> and Jets real quick,
0: can we imagine – I want to know what Norris Syndergaard's take on Thor, on Fat Thor was. I'm dying to hear that. Maybe he has to get fat now. <laughs> guy guy <laughs> got to travel to City <laughs> Field and asking him the question. He's, he's pitching like Fat Thor right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, he's pitching like he's drunk. <laughs> All right. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, John Stank and I will dive into the future of the MCU. What's going to come up next right after this? All right, I am back with Jonathan Stanko. We have now dived into the MCU movies, into Endgame, giving you as much as we can in about 25 minutes. Now we're going to take a look at the future of the MCU. So one thing we might hit on with Will, the time jump. The fact that this movie goes... Takes us five years into the future, the mm-hmm. principal timeline was set in twenty twenty three. How do you think it's gonna impact these movies going forward that we're five years out?
2: Uh to tell you the truth, I don't think a lot of these movies are gonna take place on Earth anymore. Yeah. So I don't know if the time drop is gonna have a major impact. There'll still be the Earth based characters that'll have their films like uh, like Captain America and stuff like that, Spider Man homecoming now going international with the the next movie happening there. Um, but I think the majority of the Marvel Universe, the next phase, whatever Kevin Feige has in store, I think that it's going to be mainly in space uh, with the Captain Marvel probably being uh, at the helm. Um, she need They need to find somebody who can match up to the power scope that she has that they that they laid out. Um, so I, I think the tangent will play some sort of effect. Uh, there'll be a new generation of younger heroes. I'm sure that'll be moved in. But I think the majority is going to take place in space.
0: Yeah, I think there's two franchises that are clearly impacted by this the most. One is obviously Spider-Man because they skipped five years and they're all still in high school, these kids. Apparently, they all got snapped together because we saw Ned still there. Apparently, MJ still there got snapped. So, like, all these kids now five years older. Pe- like, a lot of their classics didn't get snapped all, moved on with their lives. And now they're back in high school again. So, I think that's an interesting angle.
2: What if this happened before, uh, before Endgame or before Infinity War? Everything I've read is said that it takes place like in the immediate aftermath of Endgame. So yeah, so that that'll be curious to see as well. But maybe they saw to the stay college together.
0: Yeah the the other one is Black Panther. I think just because of the fact that. Who ruled Wakanda the last five years? And whoever whoever that was going to challenge Black Panther for the uh, leadership of the country now that he's back.
2: And that, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be an issue because I think Wakanda was so advanced as to what it was compared to the rest of Earth. I think that whatever power structure they have, I think, was totally fine. And wasn't uh, his sister T'Challa still alive? Uh, sure, sure, he got snapped. We, sure, he got snapped. Yeah, so I suppose you're right there. But I I feel like that might be the beginning of of the Black Panther sequel is that Did what you mean? like Black Panther? I did like Black Panther. Black Panther's overrated. Yeah. Really? Overrated. Yeah. C+. Plus. Wow. That's my take. Overrated. Mon- Hormonger was the best part of the movie, the bad guy. Yeah. And I I Black Panther was good. I didn't think it was as earth-shattering as other people thought. Yeah. Um so I guess I I'm not emotionally invested in in what's going to happen to that franchise, but I do think that he is going to be a focal point for sure going forward because he's he's the most beloved Marvel character right now that's remaining with now Captain America moving on and Iron Man moving on. It's him and Spider-Man are the two that people are most invested in. Yeah,
0: we didn't hit on Cap last segment, so now he's gone. I mean, I feel like – did you
2: like how they wrote Cap out? I did. I thought, I thought it was a classy way to go. I think – It's uh, Chris Evans has been fairly vocal about being maybe a little tired of playing Captain America, probably of of anyone taking part in the Marvel Universe. He's been signed on to that role for so long, he probably wants to branch out. And I think the way they did it is nice. I think... The aging thing, I'm a little bit confused on the time travel because he's like a superhuman, but he still aged a lot in a yeah. certain amount of time, even though he didn't really age at all when he went into the ice and then was woken yeah. up yeah. after he was woken up. So I'm a little bit confused as to why he looks so old. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: my take on that was sort of like that he drops all the stones off and then he decides, you know, what, I'm going to
2: settle down and live my life with Patty Carter. And then, yeah, but he and was in right, World War One. He yeah. was what? World uh, War Two. World War II, sorry. And yeah. then he goes into the ice, sacrifices himself, and he's there for decades. Yeah. And when he comes out, he still looks the exact same. Yeah, so sort of suspended animation, basically. Uh, that's, yeah. That's
0: the way I look at it. And, at- now, and now he actually lived the life a little bit, but the Super makes it slowed him down his aging process. So he looks but like 70, th- like 100.
2: He looks like 100 yeah. when he's on the bench. Yeah. I don't know. I was a little bit confused by it, but I think what they did was really nice. I think that when he handed the... Sh- the the shield over um, and it was just whispered it's yours now yeah. when he asked uh, how does it feel and then replies it feels like it belongs to somebody else and he just goes you're not very touching scene incredibly well done I think that was I, I think it was the proper send off for Chris Evans and the Captain America character hand the shield over and it was yeah that was well done
0: yeah that was well done so let's talk let's take a look at some of these movies that we've heard rumors about so we have guardians three probably coming down the line potentially with thor in it now is because he leaves earth with the gap with the guardians at the end of the movie mm-hmm. the black widow prequel which you discussed before the sequels for, for black panther captain marvel doctor strange and obviously spider-man uh far from home is coming in july so which of these movies excites you the most
2: um, I'm going to be honest with you. None of those do. The okay. most I'm most excited for, for the rebooting of the X-Men yeah. uh, whenever that happens because I think that's going to eventually happen in the next phase. But I think of the immediate sequels. Um, I think that the Doctor Strange sequel will have the most Doctor Strange and Captain Marvel will set up the next big bad villain of the next whatever decade and a half of Marvel movies I think that the way that Feige can go in creating that big bad those are the two most powerful superheroes so they might face off against somebody uh, that is that is too big for them yeah. Which is going to make half the, half the Avengers assemble again yeah. I'm sure we'll get some sort of tease in, in Far From Home I think I called it Homecoming by accident uh, Last yeah. segment Or a couple minutes ago But Far From Home I think there'll be Some sort of tease at the end Post credit scene Something To get the people going Just a smidge uh, but I think the Doctor Strange sequel and the Captain Marvel sequel set up uh, will have the most set up for the next uh, entire Marvel movie phase.
0: Yeah, I'm curious what they do with Captain Marvel now. That's the one I'm intrigued by the most because like, the first one was just a flashback to how she got her powers and all that and mm-hmm. we see her very briefly in Endgame because she showed up at the beginning of the movie and then she has to check in and then she's not back
2: until the final battle so yeah that's another problem i have with the movie yeah. she's just too powerful yeah. they have a power problem yeah. how are you how are they going to be able to make her relatable and to make like make her not like superman that's yeah. the big problem with superman yeah. and that's why he has kryptonite is yeah. because he's just too strong Like, he's indestructible in certain moments in time, and how do you make characters like that relatable? How do you make them? uh, And I just don't think Captain Marvel fit in with this phase of the Avengers. I think she kind of had to be shoehorned in a little bit with her movie, which I don't think was bad. I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Um, So I'm excited to see what Brie Larson will do, because I think she loves playing the character, um, and she loves changing her hair for the character too, big dramatic uh, hair change. but. Um, I think that what they do next with her is going to be very important to defining the next, the next chapter because we saw at the end of this first 22 movie stretch the female lead start taking on a more and more prominent role as the movies kept on going forward and I think that's only going to continue on now whatever next decade five game Marvel have planned.
0: Yeah, I feel like those – her and Black Panther, I think, and Spider-Man are the three that are going to be the main focuses for them going forward. I feel like those are the three big money makers that are still mm-hmm. in the franchise because – not counting Thor. We don't know, don't know what Thor's situation is We have no yet.
2: idea. Now, Thor in the comics, it, it turns female. Yeah. You wonder if there will be a female Thor. You saw Valkyrie yeah. kind of get helm of the new Asgard on Earth, yeah. and she becomes the king there. Yeah. Be curious to see if we get a female Thor, and they follow the lead of the comics.
0: Yeah, so – Let's go for one second here. Let's go to some new characters. Obviously, you brought the X Men before. Like, what mm-hmm. new character do you think are gonna start getting their own franchises?
2: I don't know about getting own franchises. I think, uh, I mean, I love the X Men. They're they've been my favorite Marvel character since I was a kid. I watched the X Men animated series, so I'm excited to see what they can bring in there. There's been the Gambit movie that's been rumored forever and ever and ever, but has never actually happened. Um, So I think that they'll have to bring those characters in. I think they'll bring back in Fantastic Four. I think they're coming soon, I feel like. they got to be coming soon, and there's so much you could do with that um, because one of the biggest kind of add-ons with the Fantastic Four is a silver surfer who plays a major part in the Infinity Gauntlet graphic novel, which is what this whole entire uh, finale of this first Marvel escapade was. Yeah. Um, But. Silver Surfer obviously not part of the of the movie universe and also I think Adam Warlock is somebody else to keep an eye on I believe he plays a big part in the graphic novel as well going up against uh, Thanos in the graphic novel wasn't at all in the in this first Marvel phase but he's someone very powerful kind of like a Doctor Strange sort of thing uh, got some mystical powers and open portals and stuff like that so wouldn't be surprised if he also pops up relatively soon in the Marvel Universe yeah I'd
0: be excited inc- to see that really, I want to see what an MCU Silver Surfer would look like I feel like that would be a lot of fun seeing what it, their version It's gotta be
2: better than Rise this over yeah, surfer yeah it's gotta be better
0: <laughs> yeah fantasy 4 has been a wreck for a while but let's let's take a look at also some of these limited series which they're taking some of these past avengers that have been in there they're gonna be in there now on mm-hmm. these disney plus shows you have the hawkeye spinoff where he's basically training the next hawkeye kate bishop and then mm-hmm. he, he sticks his own in persona the scarlet witch one which apparently is like her going back to ni- living in the 1950s with vision which i don't know how it's possible because vision's dead and didn't come back i yep again yeah. time travel i yeah. had some problems yeah <laughs> The Loki one, which I think is clear now, as he comes time probably involves that 2012 Loki who stole the Tesseract. It has to. It yeah. there
2: there has to be some sort of thing. I'm. I mean, I think Tom Hiddleston does a yeah. fantastic job in yeah. that role. I think he's built to play that role. He's charismatic yeah. enough. Yeah. That of the three you just mentioned was I'm most excited for. I'm not excited for Scarlet Witch and Vision. I don't. I don't care. I don't I, care what yeah. happens to them. Yeah,
0: there's also the one with
2: uh, Bucky and Falcon. And- and
0: that one's taking on an interesting light now that Sam's come Captain America. So I feel like that might be more a title change coming and sort of deals with Sam becoming Captain America. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that. that'll be, be.
2: I have that one feeling that like kind of like a buddy cop movie, yeah. if you will.
0: Yeah, the one I like I and mean, one I'm pumped for is the Hawkeye one because we get n- almost nothing on Hawkeye in any of these movies and now he's going to have the extended spotlight. but I feel like he's better for him in a TV show than a movie.
2: I think that's going to be probably the most humanly grounded one in terms of like human problems, training and stuff like that on the ground where most people can relate to. Um, I think that's what made probably Jessica Jones and Daredevil the best of the Netflix series that happened via Marvel is that it was the most humanly relatable in terms of the problems that they encountered. Uh, So I do agree with you. That that one probably has the most potential to be the most honed in on uh, immediately. And I think also, uh, I mean, Iron Fist was a dreadful failure on Netflix. And I think they're making a movie, or is it... Shang-Chi is the movie they're making. Is the movie they're making? Okay. An, an, they want to get an Asian superhero in there. Yeah, they, so they need, to, they need to rebound after the Iron Fist debacle.
0: Yes, they screwed up hard by making him a white... A white By a white, a white, a whitewashing him and not mm-hmm. having... Because like the rumor that I, I've been going around is that they had two choices for the role. One was Finn Jones, and the other one was actually the guy who played the uh, drunk guy who he fought in in uh, in the first season. So, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And like that guy, like he had the martial arts like chops to do it, and I'm sure he could probably act better than Jones did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the writing was also I, that show wasn't good. Oh, it wasn't good, folks. You could skip that one.
0: Yeah, Scott Buck's ruined season one of that movie because he takes a mystical ninja and turns it into a boardroom drama, which is the stupidest thing I've ever seen.
2: Yeah, it's it's just not good. You could, that's the one of the Marvel Netflix movies that are now all canceled, all done. Yeah. That I would I would skip the most.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I don't know where we get any of those again. Agents of Shield now sort of stuck in its own realm because it's only one year out from the from Infinity War, so they're kind
2: of left on their own. I'm not gonna get into them, but let's go into some
0: bold predictions. Do you have a bold prediction
2: for Phase Four? I think uh, bold prediction is that Galactus is gonna be the big bad. I think he's the next logical step. Uh, literally an eater of worlds, literally an eater of galaxies, just supremely powerful. Um, I think that would kind of solve the Captain Marvel power issue, where she's too powerful to be contained, and she would have to go up against somebody who can defeat her. Um, though I wouldn't be wouldn't mind to see characters like the Beyonder or the Watcher kind of come. They're kind of they're like. They're like overseers of everything. They're kind of like like the brand of Game of Thrones, if you will. They could see everything at all times if they want to go super mystical and stuff like that, bringing those two characters. But I think right now the big prediction is I think Galactus is the next big bad. Um, and I'd be very curious to see uh, how they bring that in.
0: My big prediction is that there will be a Thor 4. I think we are getting Thor at some point. I feel like him going to, he'll be in Guardians 3. They're going to drop him off somewhere along the way. And then he's going to have his own movie going forward because there isn't a lot of buzz about. How thrilled Chris Hemsworth was with Ragnarok and how he loved working with Tyga Ragnarok White. was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. How he loved working with Taika Waititi and I could see them saying, you know what, like let's cut a deal with Hemsworth. We have at least one of our main Phase One Avengers in a headlining role and use him to set up
2: something big. Exactly, use him to pass it off to somebody else or to set up whatever is going to happen next yeah. and officially pass that torch. I mean, the official end of Phase Three is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yes. that's the last one that's going to eventually pass the torch to White, which is why you're going to get the tease for the next phase in, <laughs> at the end of that movie. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing a Thor 4 Chris Hemsworth has embraced that role fully if he can embrace drunk Thor he can embrace a Thor 4
0: yeah I mean I felt like after Dark World he started sort like of getting ready to check out of it but then Ugh. then that was such a bad movie and Ragnarok re, re, like, revitalized him and got him so excited to play it again Thor
2: Ragnarok is my favorite of the, of the Marvel first three phases yeah it, absolutely amazing film fantastic
0: yeah. I remember walking into that movie I was like Oh my god! This is—I didn't know Thor could be this funny. It was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. It was—it was bright.
2: It was happy. It was funny. You brought in new characters. They meshed in well. It was phenomenally paced. It was—that's my favorite movie of the of the first three phases.
0: Yeah. Okay. Unfortunately, Will left before you were able to get his prediction for Phase Four. But Sam did record one with me last week. I'm going to play that for you. It's actually interesting because she actually nails something that happened in this movie with her prediction. Let's hear what Sam had to say. You have any fun ideas that you think they're going to do in Phase Four?
1: Um I think they're going to have like a like an all women like Marvel movie with all like just like the leading ladies of Marvel. Like, they're going to have like a big like uh, a big ensemble? film yeah big ensemble film ensemble with all Marvel ladies.
0: So like your your Black Widow, Captain Marvel, yeah. like Gamora, stuff like that. Bring yeah, it all together. Yeah,
1: definitely. I feel like they're all going to come together and they're just going to have to like do something huge. And and, just- and I feel like it's going to be like the opposite of like, you know, so you have like or even they're going to bring, um, a, like, a woman, Thor, like yeah. they did in the comics. That would be fun. That would be so much fun.
0: Yeah, literally, she nailed that. And once I saw all the superheroes, the female heroes, gardening around Spider-Man in that galactic battle, I'm like, wow, like, Sam actually nailed this. I didn't even realize it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, she did. And she also mentioned female Thor there, so me and Sam on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah she's had, she has some interesting thoughts there. And I feel like
0: that could be something I could see as well, like, maybe do, like, some sort of, like, female superhero movie where sort of capitalizing the trend right now where Wonder Woman went big money mm-hmm. uh captain marvel is over a billion dollars black widow's probably gonna do a huge number i could see them doing some sort of like female avenger thing in phase four somewhere Just along
2: the way avoid the bus that were ghostbusters and oceans <laughs> <eight>. <laughs> yeah
0: we definitely want to avoid that john thanks for all the time i really appreciate it man hey mike always happy to talk movies
2: all right before i let you go you already know how to follow you on social media uh you can follow me on twitter instagram uh, on j STKO S D 9 9 uh just follow me on there you'll have all my movie hot takes once when I, whenever i see anything all right john
0: thanks for all the time i really appreciate it
2: thanks mike all
0: right and that will do it for our very
2: special bonus episode of
0: the just and the suffering podcast our just enjoy the show edition of the avengers Endgame recap spoiler fill preview all the good stuff I want to thank my guests, Sandra Rosa, our pop culture correspondent here at the Just and the Suffering podcast, Jonathan Stanko and Will Schneiderhan, the unofficial co-host of this podcast, for coming on to talk all about the movie. And if you want more good stuff like this podcast, you can check out our NFL draft episode, which is out on the iTunes feed already this week. So you can go check that out. Talk to Matt Verderant from FanSided. Talk all about the NFL draft. Talk about the NBA playoffs. Talk to some football fans about their team's drafts. That was a good episode. You can also check out the blog over at justandthesuffering.wordpress.com where I offer my hot take on the Giants drafting Daniel Jones the day after the pick was made. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and more. Just check it all out. It's there. Go on any one of those platforms. Check out all the old episodes. Feel free to leave your feedback and star ratings. Did you like the entertainment episode? Do you like this idea of the entertainment one-off every now and then for something big pop-culturally? So if you like that, let me know. You might do it more often if you want. If you say it never again, we'll see. you can going follow me on Twitter at mphillips331. That's M-P-H-I-L-I-P-S-331. And tweet me with the hashtag female Thor you made at the end of this week's episode. Next week, we're going to go back to sports. I have just one episode next week. We're going to talk to our hockey guy, Pete Considori. We're going to break down the NHL playoffs. I also have a special interview coming f- to you next week. i recorded it. I will drop it next week. It's with a former athlete at Iona College, and I'm excited to release that one to the world. Until then, I hope you have a better week than Nebula.